Hi, I'm Jingle Jared. In my former occupation, I was the biggest jingle writer of all time. Now, I'm looking for a new job, speaking to every entrepreneur that I can find so I can find out what it's like to transition from one career to another. All of this expert advice has become the bedrock for a podcast I'm calling Occupational Therapy. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In Lauren Lake's courtroom, there is no nonsense. When you when I don't say I'm a Don't talk when I'm talking. Just results. Mr. Jackson, you are the father. <laughs> Live it, own it, be it. You see it? Listen to Lauren Lake's Paternity Court on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to this bonus episode of Lip Service. The truth is, this is the first solo episode I've ever done. Kind of feels weird to not be sitting with a celebrity here, a musician, an entrepreneur, somebody well-known to bounce stuff off of, but uh, we're going to give it a go and see how you guys like it. This episode is called The New Yorker's Survival Guide to LA. For anyone listening that is from New York and moves to L.A. as a transplant and wants to know tips, tricks, anything that can make them feel more at home actually in the city, which can be quite lonely sometimes. I will say growing up in New York, I love the fact that you can leave your apartment and within a minute you can be around people. You can snap your fingers and meet a whole bunch of friends somewhere. So love L.A. I love New York. I probably love New Yorkers more, but they're both great cities. So let's talk about it for a moment, New York versus LA. I mean, one of the main things that everyone notices when they first move to LA is you can't really walk anywhere. Where can you walk in LA? And you're so used to leaving your house, apartment, whatever it may be in New York and just getting out of there and, you know, getting into Soho, wherever it may be, and seeing a bunch of people around you. So in LA, really... I mean, there's places to walk. You have Silver Lake, you have Sunset Boulevard, you have Larchmont. You have um, my favorite street here, which is probably uh, Melrose Place. Not much to see there or do. It's Alfred Alfred's Coffee and Alfred's Tea, but kind of a cool vibe, very quaint. And obviously you have Abikini, which is probably my favorite in terms of walking, um, you know, in terms of the energy, much different than New York. But uh, if you do want to walk certain places, it's probably my best suggestions. And do you need a car here? I don't really know. I mean, truth is, I've been here for close to three years now. Um, I don't really feel like you need a car. You need a car if you are an adventurer. You want to take your car. You want to go to Palm Springs. You want to go to the mountains. You ski, you snowboard, you surf. Even if you want to go to Malibu or Santa Monica on a, you know, and you're commuting a lot, that makes sense if you're commuting from the west side to the east side. But if you live in, let's say, WeHo, And I will say, as a caveat, most of this episode is centered around living in Hollywood, West Hollywood. So if you hear me say things like, there's no great Chinese food here, it doesn't mean all of L.A. County, Monterey Park, because I believe there is some great uh, Chinese food there. But I'm talking about like West Hollywood, Hollywood, which is where I live. So it's all I know. 
Um, so let's talk about some New York style places. I mean, first and foremost, you can't talk about New York versus LA without talking about the pizza. I seem to talk about this on a weekly basis. I want to know, you know, pizza can't be more than seven, eight, nine ingredients, depending on how many topics you put on it. Why is it so hard? I, I, I don't really understand it. I mean, people say to me, you know, the water, they, they've got to bring the water to LA. I mean, last I checked, you could probably bottle some water and fly it from New York to LA if that is indeed the difference. But I don't know. I mean, I, I look at like pizza in LA and honestly, I feel like I can scroll through Instagram and look at photos and see what's even appealing to me. I, I, I feel like once I look at a picture on Instagram of pizza, I know if that's pizza or I know if that's New York style pizza. So I feel like having the conversation about New York pizza in LA is really a moot point because I really, I, I hate to say it, but I feel like there's almost no great pizza in LA, comparatively speaking, when you talk about Prince Street pizza, you know, the real Joe's, the real John's, places like that in New York, the Faro's, you have so many great pizza places in New York, right? And I feel like New York is synonymous with great pizza. So let me talk about a couple places that at least I think are pretty good or as close as you want to New York style pizza. While saying that as a caveat, as I mentioned, there barely is none. But I did happen to find one place, Prime Pizza. Prime Pizza is on Fairfax. Um, I, I Again, as a sort of disclaimer, I would only get the Sicilian or grandma slice or like the hot pie coming out of the oven, a fresh pie. If you're getting a triangle slice, I have to say, I don't think it compares. But if you go in there and you order the grandma style pizza or a pepperoni pizza and a pie, a fresh pie out of the oven, that's probably the closest thing that I've had to something like Prince Street Pizza. There is also a new place which is getting a lot of buzz called Apollonia's Pizza on Wilshire, I believe, that I've yet to been to. But um, I feel like it's very similar to Prime in the sense that they're definitely promoting the square pizza. So I'm going to check that out, report back to you guys. And then I guess for a slice, honestly... I'd be really frank here. I really haven't had a triangle slice that I feel like it's even close. But that being said, Mulberry Street is okay. I happen to like their eggplant parm pizza. Um, but it's okay. It's probably like an okay slice that you get in New York. And here it's pretty good because there's just not that, you know, that thing here. But I will say, if you want to talk about other types of pizza being... You know, there's Rome, there's like the Roman style pizza, Neapolitan style pizza. Um, there's places like Moza that do a, a fair job, a good job, you know. Um, there's there's plenty of places like that around, and we can get into many of them. Um, I think Pizzana, which just opened up on Robertson, is good for that too. But in terms of the slice, I'm sorry, I cannot find a great triangle slice. So my money is on prime pizza for the best that I've found here so far that emulates a square pizza like Prince Street Pizza. You're listening to Lips LA with Scott Lips. So let's talk about Chinese food for a moment. I'm not a huge Chinese food person, but I do enjoy my Chinese food here and there. I mean, it's as generic as possible and nothing in the sense of real New York style traditional Chinese food. I still like Mr. Chow's. You have it in New York, you have it in LA. It's not real Chinese food, obviously. But other than that, like I don't eat Chinese food in LA. I've heard that there's great Chinese food in Monterey Park. I haven't been there. But let's just say in general, there's probably not great Chinese food in the West Hollywood, Hollywood area. And I think that's probably an accurate statement. 
Um, so another thing I wanted to touch base on, my favorite bars, favorite New York style restaurants in LA. Um, because again, this guide is all about making you feel like you're a New Yorker that feels at home in LA and you can find places that still sort of bring you back to that feeling. I love Jones. Can't talk about it enough. It is my favorite hang in LA. Why do I love it? I love it because it reminds me of a lot of cool places, maybe on the Lower East Side in New York. I think the food is good. The food is solid. Um, it's got a vibe. They play rock and roll music. It's great Italian food. It's good. At, let's say it's very solid Italian food. And it's just an overall great vibe. You're going to feel like you are at home in New York when you go there. So there's other places. Um, we can't talk about this without mentioning Dantana's. Uh, again, Probably a very decent to average restaurant in New York for Italian food because you have so many great Italian places in New York. You have Emilio's. I mean, you have so many great places that I, I can't even get into. But Dantana's will let you reminisce a little bit about New York and feel like you're at home. Uh, if we want to talk about other vibey places, I still like Sunset Towers. I think that that could feel right at home in New York someplace. I still feel like the Chateau is New York's answer to the Bowery. Um, and that's an old staple, obviously. Um, other places I like, Friedman's is a very cool kind of Jewish-style matzo ball soup brisket, kind of that vibe in Silver Lake, um, and, and that's a good spot I would definitely recommend. And the Nomad downtown, if you want to, again, reminisce about feeling like you are back in New York. So those are some of my favorite New York vibey places, I will agree. I mean, definitely, listen, no question, L.A. does a lot of things better, tacos, some people say sushi. I'm not sure. You know, I still love Sushi Seki in New York. I love Sushi of Gary. There was a Sushi of Gary, truth be told, right by my house here in L.A. for a moment, uh, and it just seemed to go away. I guess the prices were too high and it didn't work. But I love Sugarfish. I love Sushi Park. But to be honest, I still love New York Sushi better because I have to say, as I mentioned, sushi, you know, you have Sushi Seki, Sushi Gary, my two overall favorites. My favorite meal in New York, period, hands down, is to sit at the bar around 61st Street, uh, Sushi Seki, get the omakase. It's going to blow your mind. So other places to hang out where you feel a little bit like New York. I mentioned already some places you can walk. I mentioned Abikini. I mentioned Melrose Place, Larchmont. Like, you know, Silver Lake has a bit of a Brooklyn vibe. So if you want to feel like you're back in Bed-Stuy, you're back in Bedford, check out Sunset Boulevard, Silver Lake. Not much to see and walk through for that long. But again, I'm just trying to survive L.A. as a New Yorker. So these are some of my spots. Uh, in terms of the subway, I would say don't bother. I don't know. I feel like there's not really a subway here. I'm not a big subway guy in New York, truth be told. But uh, there is not really a subway system in L.A., so to speak, of that I know. And then again, if you want to talk about feeling like you're home, I, sorry to say, I always feel like downtown L.A. is like the poor man's New York. It's like kind of like New York, but not as good. There's some great restaurants. Um, I do like uh, Freehand. I just believe it opened up two hands and just opened up down there. Great spot. You know, look, there's a lot of, what, what are the pros between LA and New York? Obviously, tons more live music in LA. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the talent we work with here at Lips LA lives in LA, so that's great. I think there is more of a music city here. I mean, LA is more of a music vibe here. If you want to go see a concert, 
besides the obvious Sunset Boulevard clubs that have been around since I've been playing music, some, you know, you have the Roxy, the Whiskey, and, and all those spots. Um, there's tons of stuff. I mean, every week there's a new concert to go to, and I don't feel like you have that in New York. But what do you have in L.A. that you don't have in New York? You obviously have the beaches. You have the ability to go out there and explore, travel. You have great street art. You have a great quality of life. Uh, everywhere from the valley to downtown, there's a ton of places to explore. There's hiking. There's an incredible quality of life. As a New Yorker that you'll experience here, I do miss the people. We spoke about it. But what are the New York things that are going to make you feel at home? So check out what I mentioned. Check out downtown if you want a small taste. Some cool art galleries down there. The Arts District is very cool. Check out some of the great restaurants downtown. You'll get a vibe when you're downtown. Like you might kind of feel like you can be in a sunny type of New York. Not as good for sure. Check out Prime Pizza. One of my overall favorite places to go in L.A. to eat when I want to have a gluttonous day, which is not often. Um, check out Jones, one of my favorite places, Dantana's. Again, I like Freeman. Shout out to Freeman's. Check out Sunset Towers if you haven't been already. It's a staple here. The Nomad Chateau. Walk around. Get out and explore. Check out Abikini. Nothing like New York, but at least you can walk. Um, and I don't, as I mentioned, I don't feel like you really need a car here. Uh, it depends how much of an explorer you are or you are a commuter. Um, but L.A., trust me, does, it does have a lot to offer. Um, as I said, this is the first bonus episode that I've done with no one else. So there's not a Anthony Kiedis, a David Lee Roth. You know, we have some great guests coming up on the show, um, which uh, I, I won't spill the beans yet, but you'll be really excited for this season coming up. Um, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate all your support. It means a lot to me. And if you like this bonus episode, then let us know. You know, send us a DM or, or uh, send us a comment on Instagram just telling us how much you like me doing these bonus episodes. Survival guides are great, right? So the survival guide to New York, to LA as a New Yorker. Uh, check it out. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And I'll be back next week. This is Scott Lips, and you are listening to Lip Service. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Scott Lips. We do now have a Facebook page, which I just put up, Lip Service with two Ps. Make sure you rate and review the show. It's super important to us. It's really helpful. It's the way that our show becomes discoverable. So if you guys are all leaving great comments and reviewing the show on iTunes, then the show will populate. It'll be everywhere. And before you know it, the guests will become bigger and bigger. And if there's anyone you want to see on the show that I haven't had yet, please also leave me comments. You can leave them on the Facebook page. You can direct message me. I'm uh, very much in tune with the listeners. I really appreciate your support and tune in next week. I believe, uh, Kanapa, we have some pretty major guests. We have Kiara in the studio this Friday, which I'm excited about. So that show will be up next week and uh, more to come here. And uh, I, I can't forget, the show is being broadcast to you from WeWork, which is great. We're actually in the entertainment complex here at WeWork um, off of Melrose, San Vicente. We love it here. It's awesome. It's the only WeWork that I know about that has photo studios, podcast studios. There's nothing this place doesn't have. I've never worked in an environment like this before, and I really love it. And don't forget, one of my favorite sponsors that bring you the show every week, Thursday's Boots, and let us not forget, nothing new. Nothing new are these incredible sneakers made of sustainable plastics. Um, everything in the shoe is sustainable. Sneakers, sorry. And they're incredible. They come in a bunch of colors. They're brought to you by the fine folks at Thursday's Boots. At Nothing New is their Instagram. Big fans of these sneakers. Check them out. They rock. And we will see you uh, as early as this Friday with Kiara. 
who's on the show. And the show will be up next week for you guys to download. And make sure you subscribe, rate and view it. Really important to us. And thanks again for tuning in, guys. It's Scott Lips at Lip Service. This is Lips LA. Hi, this is Dennis Quaid, and I want to tell you about a new show I've produced that I know you're going to love. It's called The Pet Show, and well, it's a show about pets, dogs, cats, snakes, birds, and our relationship with these animals. It's the podcast with a purpose. Listen to The Pet Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Jingle Jared. In my former occupation, I was the biggest jingle writer of all time. Now, I'm looking for a new job, speaking to every entrepreneur that I can find so I can find out what it's like to transition from one career to another. All of this expert advice has become the bedrock for a podcast I'm calling Occupational Therapy. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.